0: Well, hello and welcome to another episode of
1: the movie men podcast yeah
0: you know i've i i've talked about wanting to change how i open the show and i just mm. i don't think creatively i have it in me
1: well yeah i haven't really supported you in that no kind of change i said i said like, hey, i mean
0: hey i want to make a change and you just said oh
1: okay well i mean i Creatively, I just want to get the message across what what we're doing, and I I, I guess I just don't know if I believe in that change. So, we'll, we'll we'll see where it takes us. Okay,
0: this seems yeah, this seems like a talk for another time. Um, hey, yeah. hey, and welcome. Um, yes. Uh, I'm sorry that it sounds like we're we're in uh, in a shopping mall right now. We'll we'll get to that yeah. in a moment. Um, mm-hmm. But some housekeeping first.
1: Yes. Um, like. Follow and subscribe across all our platforms. I various think you're platforms. skipping
0: over the most important. We just passed a thousand listeners. Pete, lead with your oh lead, yes. lead with your Trump card. What are you doing?
1: Oh, that's true. Yes, thank you all for uh, whether it's one person who's listened a thousand times or a thousand people who've listened once by mistake and never again. We appreciate your support.
0: Or two thousand people, half of which have listened and half of which <laughs> haven't.
1: Right, there's a lot of combinations there's, that could. There's a big, could, yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot, a lot of meat on but that bone. But in all, in all seriousness, thank you. We we're having fun on this ride, and uh, if you're new to this show, jump jump aboard. We're ready. We're ready to continue.
0: We're having fun on this ride. See, I. You know what I admire about you the most, Pete? What's that? Your ability to make assumptions and talk for other people. That's. Oh. Oh puts Ooh. you aces in my book yeah so follow us facebook uh t- yep. twitter instagram
1: podbean yep. and listen patreon. listen on itunes yeah yeah spotify uh, all the links will be below
0: speaking of patreon you still have at the time of release you've still got a couple of days left to mm. hop on our contest that we're running yes sign up so for what's our Patre- that contest i'm shut up and i'll <laughs> tell you sign up to our patreon <laughs> um for as little as a dollar a month and
1: mm-hmm. you can we're giving away we're giving away two prizes yeah 15 over 15 dollars value each of Halloween candy full size chocolate boards
0: yeah like the, st- yeah. the stuff you get from the good houses
1: yes yeah um and and the odds are pretty good at yeah winning right now there's like five
0: people in the pool so for a do- yeah. for a dollar you can pretty much Guarantee for two prizes. Yeah, 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 it's gonna be it's it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, yeah we sound we sound like we're in a shopping mall. Um, right, and that's because we are not mm. alone today. Right. uh and we the, have the guy have an that's
1: honorary movie man.
0: Yeah, and the guy that's joining us is joining us from a non-disclosed unless they want to sponsor us coffee shop. Mm. that rhymes with I'm not sure. Narlux. Right, yeah. So, uh, known yeah. across Facebook, Instagram, uh, especially Twitter. Right. Welcome to the show, Blue Jays. Blue Jays dad. Yes.
2: Thank Welcome. you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: Which is like at, a. Uh, it's like a secret
2: co- coffee shop that rhymes with Farbucks. Yeah,
0: it's a it's, <laughs> it's it's a secret alias, right? Blue Jays dad. That's right. It's.
2: Yeah, you know, it's. I like to think of it as an alter ego, or. Yeah. Um you know, a high end parody or you know, mixed with a real person. Okay. okay. Um, so so so, you know, so
0: fundamentally no none of your followers know that your name's actually Jessica. That's <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay.
2: Unless they cool. unless they reach out to me and, you know, we attend a, a Jays game together, mm. then they get to know my real name.
0: Wow. That, right. Does that happen?
2: That does happen. That's incredible. Uh, That's I've cool. Um, yeah, so That's interesting. uh interesting. The most recent just uh, someone reached out to me, business person from Toronto, visiting uh, Minneapolis where I live now. Jays nice. were in town, said, hey, Blue Jays dad, can I go to the game with your family? And we're like, yeah, we'd love it. Had a great time. Nice.
1: Wow. That's, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, well. I, Do, yeah. Can I just ask one question, Blue Jays dad? Did yes. you wear like a Blue Jays cape or like how does this alter ego work when you're in public?
2: Oh, it's a blue satin jacket. Uh, oh, vintage okay. Blue Jays satin jacket. Um, okay. That's when I feel like I have my, I'm totally, you know, captivated by, by that persona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I, I won't refer to you as Jessica then. Um, we'll kind of <laughs> keep that on the down low. I will. So what do I like? I, Blue Jays dad is kind of clunky for the this whole conversation. Can we we'll just we'll call you dad, call you daddy. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, or, or you could just call me at Blue Jays Dad and encourage your listeners to follow me on Twitter. Oh, absolutely. And, and, yeah, and for uh, sure. That's, isn't, that, isn't that a bit more smooth? It it's is. Like, mm-hmm. At and, Blue Jays Dad.
1: At Blue Jays Dad.
2: Daddy's uh... Let me just say one more thing about myself because I'm always about building my personal brand. Actually, my kids and my kids' friends often call me at Blue Jays Dad. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, that's not... kind of their, their fun thing.
1: Yeah, this is a interesting. This is a not, weird. Yeah. That's a weird
0: commentary on like yeah. today
1: and yeah, the I, world we it live. It makes in. me a little uncomfortable that that is a that's happening, but I'm not judging you. Well, thank
2: you. I mean, my kids thought I was famous until uh, <laughs> one of their classmates. They found out they had thirty thousand followers on what is it, TikTok or what is the oh, that I've, app? I,
0: I, I have no, no idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay, well, let's
2: just let's just stay in our age group, or I'll yeah. bring you up to my age group. All right, sure. all right.
0: Okay, so uh, let's get into it. Excuse me. Um, yeah. So we have recently mm-hmm. watched two Star Wars films, and, yeah, we have and, a and reviewed going. two Star Wars films, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and we're doing this all in preparation for Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, coming out this December. Um, That's the December of 2019 for people who are going back and listening 23 years in the future, Um, and if this hasn't been taken down, yeah, and we couldn't be more excited. Um, You know, even it like, I think no matter who you are, um, even if you think well, the new Star Wars isn't going to be that good, even if that's your position, uh, you're Mm -hmm. you're still excited. You're still looking forward to seeing how this wraps up.
1: I was I had a conversation with someone the other day at work, and just he's he's busy, he's got a new family, he's got a lot going on, and he, he's a Star Wars fan, but I, I don't know if he'd say these newer three movies are his favorite by any means, but still he he's only going to see one movie this year just because he hasn't had much time, and that's going to be the movie of the year for him. I know
0: so I know a guy, Jason Leibold, um, who I, mm. I used to work with, and he uh, he will only go to the theater to see Star Wars movies. Well, wow. to him that's the only it's the only movies worth going to the theater. So like I mean he's 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 also into like Avengers and stuff like that, but he'll wait. True. He'll wait till it comes out on <laughs> on DVD right. and he'll rent it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is the only thing that gets him gets him up and going to the
2: to- Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I feel about Star Wars, that that's worthy of my movie money. Yeah.
1: Mm, right.
2: Other movies, it's like, yeah, I guess we could see it in the theater. Okay, like you know, a family right. member wants to see it or a friend. Okay, sure, you know, that's fine. Right. But at Star Wars. It's like I feel obligated in a good way. <laughs> it's right. kind of what right. what I have to do. What is right to do? What is what I'm your moral? Happy to do.
1: What is your moral responsibility to do? Exactly.
2: Oh yeah, you got to at least go once. Yeah. And then if you really enjoy it, then of course you're going back, like you know, for the eight thirty in the morning show for four bucks or whatever. Yeah.
0: Oh man, to live to live in the states where they have eight thirty in the morning shows. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's how
2: I saw Endgame. I went eight thirty in the morning, wow. and oh, nice. um, I was wearing my winter jackets, uh, <laughs> jogging pants, Birkenstocks. Oh, man. and uh, a toque and I walked in and uh, there's all these people look like they never got out of bed because they're all fully reclined in their seats Wow! <laughs> it's like they were carried in stretchers you know from their bed at home to the movie theater <laughs> maybe they were and laid down and it's like guys we didn't even have to get out of bed today <laughs> <laughs> and we're awesome. at the movie
0: theater yeah that's amazing that's great. uh so this week we watched return of the jedi yeah yeah. which I'm gonna start I'm gonna go right out on a limb and sure. say that of the original trilogy this is this is by far my favorite of the original three yes yes you get me you get like, me don't get me wrong and it uh, it goes it goes in the order of um uh, a new hope and then Empire and then Jedi For me so in the order of release they just kind of got better and better Um, and I think like if you go back when we were talking about A New Hope uh, and I talked about how A New Hope was my least favorite of the original trilogy and then I think that that boiled down to really like as a kid just the lightsaber fights right sure And, and and so I think a lot of it a lot of it is for the same reasons that Return of the Jedi is is my favorite right like we we get a lot more lightsaber fighting in empire than we do in a new hope um mm. but something like there's just so much um anger and aggression and emotion and it feels like more on the line in in our lightsaber battle in return of the jedi right and so for right. me that's you know that's and and the emperor oh for sure right because I'm, like you you yeah. can't argue the fact or you can't argue against the fact the emperor is he's like on the list of all-time villains like people mm-hmm. people people talk about Darth Vader as one of the greatest all-time bad guys right sure but you look at the emperor and you have to realize this is the This is the guy that... That Darth Vader answers to. Right. This this is the guy that made Darth Vader evil. Right. This is the guy that is so twisted and so... Like, just... For lack of a better word, evil. Down to Mm. his core. Embodiment of evil. That he's got no empathy. He's got no sympathy. He's got no moral compass. He is self-serving sure. and power hungry and yep. willing to not only willing to take whatever means necessary but will probably go out of his ways to take the most insidious uh, <laughs> I see what you did there yeah um, <laughs> which I kind of wonder like that must be that, mu- that that can't be a coincidence hmm
1: yeah, right. Like maybe. in yeah.
0: in the process of naming him, right? You've got all right. these other Darth Vader means Dark Father. Um, yeah. I I have right. to think that Darth Sidious has some sort of you know Intention, They're, pl- they're yeah. playing on the fact that just the word in itself sounds right horrible and awful and, you know um, yeah I you know all of that to say Return of the Jedi best of
1: the original three. Uh, so so I want to say a couple couple things about Return of the Jedi. One, I'll save till later, but because I want to say one thing to kind of stir things up here, and I want to pre- like begin it with, I I would agree, Return of the Jedi is my favorite. But, oh, but when wait, I watch this of all movie, time
0: or of the original
1: three, of the original three, of the original three. Um, but when watching this movie, I I have this feeling or this like statement in my mind that. Between the whole Jabba, Jabba's palace intro, and all the Ewok segments, essentially not a whole lot happens in this movie. There's a lot of waiting, a lot of storytelling, a lot of Han misreading Leia's affections to Luke, and a lot of Obi-Wan BSing his way out of misleading Luke regarding his father. But really, like, the last... Third of the movie is like jam-packed with a lot of stuff, and then previous to that, the first two-thirds, not a whole lot happens.
2: Yeah, the middle, the middle third. And I actually, when I was, because um, I haven't watched the movie lately. I've only watched sure. it about two hundred and fifty times <laughs> over the course of my <laughs> forty-four years. But uh, it's, uh, I was thinking about how, like, even as a kid, um, hmm. it got slow, especially yeah. when they're assembling the teams. Like that scene where, you know, Han's like, you know, I don't have a command team yet. And, you know, like, they're like, I'm in, I'm in, you know, that little yeah. part. Um, yeah. And a general May Dean, you know, the guy with the beard, the most, yeah. you know, uh, unsought after action figure <laughs> in the world, um, <laughs> came with his little stick, his little power pointer thing. And right. uh, anyway, like him talking and stuff, that's just boring. I mean, as a kid, you're just like kind of waiting, like, when is this going to pick right. up again? But yeah, have a <laughs> middle third, seems to mm-hmm. not a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the
0: opening, um, Jabba's Palace, is all exciting.
1: Um, uh, y- yeah. Well, once they get to the Sarlacc pit, but before that, there's a lot of. Like, the, all those. I'm not sure. What edition did everyone watch, by the way? Uh, so I watched the um, Blasphemous, the, the Blu ray, <laughs> the
2: newest, all the changes, yeah. all the, you know. Sure. Yeah, so you don't really know who Snice Noodles is. <laughs> I, anyway, no. I have I have I
0: have seen the originals like the the No, I don't know if I've seen the theatrical releases. I'm sure I'm sure I did because when I okay. No, I'm sure I did cuz my initial viewing of the this film um, and when I viewed it the most like as a kid would have been 95 96 um, so yeah, so I would have seen because I think '97 cool. was when the first, yes, you know, yep. sprucing and,
1: happened. And that's for the record: the '97 version is the one that I watched. Okay. Okay, I'm thinking of all the versions right now. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um,
2: you know, from uh, Laserdisc forward. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah. Weird. So
0: yeah, so I mean, but, th- so there. Are, I mean, yeah. there are some big changes then, right? Like if we want to talk about mm-hmm. Java's Palace and the um, the, s- the very different tone in the music selections in Java's Palace, uh, right? Those, which are atrocious. The new one, the new one's kind of. Yes. It's like what, Why? Why? You just turned it into why? like a pop singer, kind of. You know. yeah.
1: I was watching it, and my wife looked at me. And my wife likes Star Wars, for the record. This, there's no issue about that. And she looked at me during that musical number, and she's like, "What the heck is this? Yeah, like, what are we watching?"
2: See, I mean, I here's—I don't know how I'm going to offend both of you here, but um, <laughs> I think when when George Lucas had unlimited resources, that's when mm-hmm. when uh, that was a new challenge uh, to mm. create quality Star Wars. I think that from A New Hope, and then uh, or obviously Empire and Jedi have increased budgets and expectations and technology, um, but it, it still had enough constraints that I mean, you had to use things like models, you had to use uh, things that were real, things that you could almost touch. And I right. think uh, it never fulfilled George Lucas's ultimate vision for what he had in his head, but I'm not sure that we really mm-hmm. wanted what he had in his hand and And when he's given all the money to (laughs) and the resource and the technology to do that we look at it and say you know what we liked it when you didn't have an unlimited budget well
0: and and i mean a big Uh, part of it too is george didn't originally direct return of the jedi right and so right nope that plays a big role too is that when you know and people people have talked about this like a big difference between the original trilogy and the prequels is Mm. the prequels is what happens when nobody is telling George Lucas no exactly um right which is similarly like if you're going back and you're editing and making changes to your films you're not really (laughs) like you know you're sitting in a room by yourself doing that and nobody's right yeah Yeah, and
2: I think that's the the true challenge of creativity when you have a creative you know a creative wants all the freedom in the world to Mm. create exactly what they want but you have to have um, what's limiting factors you have to have something that calls on yeah something that calls on your resourcefulness Mm. that uh, because that's when true creativity comes like well I only have this to work with how am I gonna make this work right and that's the special magical times and mm. so yeah i have i've been bothered i mean i know we're not talking about empire strikes back when it but when it comes to going back and changing some things hmm. really the only one that i really love is more of the wampa scenes in empire strikes back hmm. uh, okay oh, the snow monster that you see him because yep. really, in the original, you don't know, you see kind of his arm. Yeah. And as a kid, you're, I was freaked out. It was one of the first movies I saw in the theater. Uh-huh. It's a story for another time. I went to a double feature with my dad. Nice. They brought A New Hope back. Um, but we got there, and New Hope, the theater was filled already. So we had to watch Empire first, and then <laughs> New Hope. And then my, the rest of my whole life's been screwed up after that, you know, trying to figure out chronology of my existence. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I remember as a kid, I was freaked out at the Wampa because you didn't see him very much. Mm. But I did like that ad. It was a very natural ad to have more, like, when he looks up and he's eating the Tauntaun. Um, that's a scene that a, we never had before. But yeah. besides, besides, those cha- besides that change, I don't know that I'm a big fan of really much of the other changes along the way. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. I, there were some small things, like, in Empire and Cloud City... They, in some of the hallways, they CGI'd in some windows just to make it yeah, seem bigger it a big, and more of a Yeah, and, and, and yeah, stuff like feel. that was pretty harmless. Um, yeah. Talking about Return of the Jedi, there's one change um, that I think is the biggest of all the changes. The okay. biggest and most terrible, awful, oh. heart-wrenching, makes me cringe every time I watch it change hmm. and that is towards the end of the film sure um, actually there's two of them <sighs> okay. one, one of them I don't know how I feel about one of them I'm I'm very angry about the one that I'm very okay. angry about is in the throne room yep. when um, uh, Palpatine is shocking Luke Using yeah. his force lightning, yep. and Vader is looking back and forth. Right, he's looking at his son. He's looking at the yep. Emperor. He looks back at his son, and and he's he's kind of having this contemplating moment. Mm-hmm. And in the originals, in the good ones, yep, or in the good version. Of, I won't say the good ones. In the good version of this scene, yep. Without saying anything, Vader makes his way towards the Emperor, picks the Emperor up, mm. and throws the yep. Emperor down this... this public safety nightmare of a... <laughs> of a building design. Yeah. And, and there's so much emotion in that moment. Because yep. you, without saying anything, you know... you know exactly mm-hmm. what thought process Vader has gone on. You know what mm. he's feeling. You know what he's thinking. And it's so powerful Hmm. and then you get to the new ones right the changes and George Lucas decided that it was crucial to give Vader some dialogue in this moment and so what was normally this big powerful moment because you didn't need any words you knew exactly what Vader was thinking feeling but now Vader goes no no mm. and it's mm. it's it's so unnecessary and cheapens the moment especially because it's clearly just the same no like they, he's basically just taken the audio clip from Revenge of the Sith right. and like cropped it down faded it out and stuck it over top of this yes. but to me that's well, I mean, it's the this, biggest this, this Star Wars is- sin
2: yeah, this is one of my my big um, problems with how the whole uh, prequels and sequels and everything have worked out. Is that I believe that within the original three, there was enough information and facts like to keep you intrigued and imagining this other parts of the story and the world. And there, you know, your imagination was really captivated. Mm. Like when I was a kid, like we all we had like. I'll talk about this in a second, but basically it's, they didn't, George Lucas didn't stick with the facts that were already said Mm. in the original trilogy, and then he's got to do this work to repatch it all the way through, and keep trying to make these uh, connections that just come off as really artificial and not in the spirit of, uh, you know, the original the original experience of Star Wars where you know you didn't know where Darth Vader came from you kind of knew but you didn't and so you had all this imagination of and my imagination's way better than um, than actually how they ended up telling the story but anyway I, I just I wish they would have stuck with the facts that they had laid out in the original trilogy are, are
0: you telling are yeah. you telling me that you didn't need midichlorians?
2: yeah, like all that that's just like George <laughs> Lucas having too much. Time uh, on his hands. Yeah,
0: explaining. Uh, you
2: know, the, you, we've got this
0: awesome power called the Force, and it's cool. Yeah. Let's break it down and explain it on a chemistry level.
1: <laughs> similar, right? C- yeah, similar. Similar to the Wampa, like you're more afraid of not seeing it because your imagination is the most powerful fear creator. Same with the creative universe, like you want to know enough to kind of appreciate it, but once you break it down too much, then your imagination can't fill in the blanks and it's not as fantastic. And some things are better left just to your imagination where it's the more vibrant reality.
2: Now now let me say this, this is something I think I can add as someone who is older than both of you. Who, I was seven years old when we were waiting for Return of the Jedi to come out. Hmm okay so this is the one movie in all of my experience that you know because when you're seven eight years old that's when things are the most magical in your life for sure right your imagination's leading the way like it is well you're into
0: this so either that or when you're like 90 and they've got you on some pretty hard pills
2: exactly exactly but i haven't got there i'm not there quite yet but um i remember you know how empire ended that you know Darth Vader saying, I'm your father, or whatever Mm. the real quote is, I forget. Um, You know, we had literally three years of debating whether that was true or not. Right. Like three years on the playground (laughs) of kids saying, no, he is, no, he isn't. No, he is his father. No, he was lying. No, he was, you know, know, and in the day and age of Twitter where it's like one thing is tweeted and then you, you know, it's (laughs) debunked by the afternoon or something. Um, This was three years of wondering what was going to happen. And this is like, for me, another probably reason why Return of the Jedi is my favorite, is that it was the one that had three years of anticipation. And even Mm. this, you didn't get to, you know, we didn't, only the the rich families, you know, the doctors and lawyers families had things like VHS players and Betamaxes and all that, that you could actually watch the movie in between. like. Back in that day, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but they would bring movies back to the movie theater. Did right. you know that? Yes. They'd come back for a second, third, fourth showing. Yeah. And uh, so everything was in your imagination. You know, you, I had um, the picture books that came with a cassette or a little 45 record. Ooh. And it was, you know, you're on page one. It was, you will know it's time to turn the page when R2-D2 <laughs> beeps like this. And they have these, like, really cheap voice actors, you know, that did not sound like Luke, that did not sound sound like Lando, but you believed it was, you know? And um, that's how you kept the story going in your mind until the next movie released. Mm -hmm. And um, anyways, as we go on, I I have some magical moments for me as a kid. What I saw happen in return that just blew my mind. And a part of it was the darkness of Jabba's Palace. That was a very dark, mysterious... Um, you know, you weren't even sure, you know, was that Luke coming in? He looked kind of evil. Um, yeah, because you know, he's in all, this, the Gamorrean guard and all that. Yeah,
0: and this is yeah. the first time
2: we see him in all black. Right. And that was so cool. Like, I could not wait to get that action
1: figure. Yeah. Luke in all black. Yeah. yeah. And The only time a Jedi is uh, dressed fully in black. I would,
0: Yeah, I would say Ooh. there's a... As far as the movie-going experience, there's a lot of ways in which... Um, technology has hurt us in a lot of ways in which it's helped us. So, uh, like, if you want to look at the ways in which it's helped us, um, as far as as far as sound, like if you're if you're going to see the new Star Wars, and you even even an old Star Wars at this point, right? It's let's say Return of the Jedi. Let's say they're gonna they're they're gonna do a a one one week long re-release of Return of the Jedi, and sure. you park your butt in a Dolby Atmos theater um, with a 4K HDR projection screen. Technology has given you an incredible immersive movie experience that you couldn't have gotten even 10 years ago. On the flip side of that, and I wasn't around in the early 80s, but my assumption would be that if you didn't get out to see Return of the Jedi in the first two days especially if it came out in summer maybe the school ground was a little bit different kids talk on the school ground but let's say let's say Return of the Jedi is getting released in uh, the beginning of July in the 80s right and let's say you don't get out to see it in the first two days that's fine the movie probably hasn't been ruined for you
2: Whereas, na- exactly. whereas
0: now we live in an age where you either go out and see it day one or you stay the hell off the internet for the next couple of days.
2: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm scared to death. Like we, you know, we, 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 we've gone to like the, you know, the, the midnight showing one time to get enough mm. tickets for our family on a school night. <laughs> it's like kids, you're staying home from school tomorrow. Star Wars is debuting because you are not allowed to go to high school. And hear what other people are saying about the movie I, until yeah. we see. Until we see. I it.
0: saw, yep. um, I saw the Force Awakens mm-hmm. opening night. Um, cool. Like first showing of opening night, which was a big deal for the Force Awakens because that was that was the movie where when tickets went on sale, all of the all of the theater chains' websites crashed. Um, we had the worst seats in the theater and we bought our tickets less than two minutes after sales went up, right? Like it was a big, so we saw it in IMAX and we saw it in the front row of IMAX, which was a really aggressive
2: experience, but you're just turning your head the whole time. Yeah. It's like, look at that star destroyer fly by. You're like turning your head for five (laughs) minutes. Yeah.
0: But, but but to speak to the point, like when you know, as far as as far as avoiding spoilers and stuff, when mm-hmm. when that movie ended, and spoiler alert for for The Force Awakens, but when that movie ended mm-hmm. and we walked out past the group that was lining up for the next showing.
2: Oh no, 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 don't nope, oh nobody goodness, s- yeah. nobody
0: spoiled anything. Yeah, that's but, good. But I thought to myself in that moment the fact that I know, for instance, that Han Solo does. Because yep. that was, I mean, really, that was what you walked out of the theater. That was the main thought on your mind, walking out of the theater from Force Awakens. That's, that's what was consuming your thoughts, was the fact that... That's I had a different away. thought, but that's but okay. anyway. Okay. All right, but, I had a different
2: thought, but finish your thought, then I'll give you my competitive thought. Okay,
0: but a, a big part of it was, holy crap. Conso is dead, and so right. walking past this group of very excited individuals. I mean, we we were all in. If yeah, you yeah. if you weren't wearing a t-shirt, you were wearing a costume. Like we were, it, it was big. It's Star Wars, right? And right. and I'm walking past these people, and I'm thinking to myself, the power that I have right now, the knowledge, the mm. the soul crushing. Um, Spoilers yeah. that I could just lay on these people and die. Yeah, you're looking
2: at these people like they're a lineup of weak minded fools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, respectfully, I would have probably died. I would have ended up
1: in the hospital. Yes.
0: For sure. Like and that's but at not least even in
1: Canada that would have been free. That's yeah. <laughs> like it, but at least <laughs> like, your ICU trip would be free. Not
0: not even like I'm not even I'm not trying to be cute for dramatic effect here. I probably someone would have hit me. Um, oh, yeah. Had I... Because it was, you know, it was it was huge. And I... Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's crazy that, like, you're not even... You know, it's not like nowadays with spoilers. It's not like, well, I'm on the playground and I overheard some kids talking. And, you know, well, it was my fault. I went out and... Po- and the privacy of your own home. Mm. And it's not even, like, it's not even you know you went looking for it or you whatever scrolling your scrolling on on YouTube yeah titles titles of videos that give away major plot points within a couple of days of the movie coming out yeah Yeah. or or on your phone when you use the Google on your phone and right below the search bar there's like a whole bunch of different news articles that are listed there I can't tell you how Mm -hmm. many times the top article has been something that i wish i hadn't seen because now it's like oh okay well there goes that
2: right yeah you know i'll, I'll say this um because i think it connects with return of the jedi as well and why return of the jedi is my favorite of all the movies <laughs> um but it's you know the, the the return of the jedi was a fitting ending you know it really brought everything together it was that full completeness wholeness that you wanted that you were hoping that would happen in the galaxy and so right. my thought when i was walking out of force awakens was that you know i thought it sucked that han and leia had split yeah sure. um yeah and- at that point it's like that's a, that's a cheap move like thank you jj abrams <laughs> you. um like honestly it's it's mm-hmm. it, I, I feel like the force awakens was just uh jj abrams doing a total troll job of george lucas <laughs> Like, we're going to just show you everything that we think you did wrong with your movies, and we're going to do it all over again, even wronger, um, in this. Um, and anyway, it, and I think for my kids too, who you know, I, I, we treat the Star Wars movie with a great sense of sacredness mm. in our home. Like, you're not just allowed to watch one. Like, you can't, it's not just going to be playing in the afternoon when someone gets home, like in the background while you're <laughs> baking cookies. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. We 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 haven't wa- we we watched this a year and a half ago. We're not watching it right now. Right. You know we we're gonna wait until it's ready to to be watched again. And um, uh,
1: but it's so special. anyway, I. What's that? Until it's special, we have to make it sure oh, it's I, done. I right.
2: thought you said Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh no! And I was gonna. That's a separate episode. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, that's I I think one thing that's fitting about Return of the Jedi is that it it did bring everything together, and mm-hmm. I. I feel like the the sequels now have torn that apart, mm. um, and I think it could. I, I mean, everyone thinks it could be better, but I I think you got to do something better. You got to keep Han and Leia together. You got to keep Luke as like a new mentor. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, but that's that's not what
1: we're talking about. <laughs> Can I ask a couple specific questions about Jedi because you're talking about how it wraps things up?
0: I mean, I'm sure you're going to anyways. So go for it.
1: Absolutely. So two part. One, I I read a quote from James Earl Jones that he wasn't actually convinced that Vader was actually turned at the end, and he he like his quote was not. I don't necessarily believe that. I kind of thought he was lying just to kind of please Luke. So that's the first part. Well, actually, so what do you guys think about that? Like, is there any meat to that bone? I'm not that's sure. Lame, 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 lame. <laughs>
0: okay. I think I think I think it's lame for two reasons. One, sure. Um it i mean ahead of its time mm-hmm. it undoes you know, like looking at star wars from a from a bigger picture um, sure. it, it undoes the prophecy right the fact that in, oh, for sure. the, the fact that in oh, the end true. anakin did bring balance
2: to the force um exactly. what if kylo ren is bringing balance to the force right well yeah then that, You don't even know
0: right that's the thing so but um, I think a big logic hole in that whole, <laughs> <laughs> a big issue in that theory is that, would had he not turned, if he did, if he didn't actually turn, then right. why the hell would he be trying to appease Luke? Like, what would what does right. he care if he hasn't turned? Right. Right. So, so the desire to uh, appease his son, to do something to make his son happy i think in and of itself is evidence that he had turned
1: potentially like playing devil's advocate like if whether you're a evil villain like darth vader or joe smith down the street if you know you're going to die within two minutes and you have your like kind of estranged son right next to you who's who's to say that what a dying man might do to just bring some peace to his strange relationship with his son.
0: No, I disagree. So I disagree. He's a I, he's a Sith. He is he is one hundred percent self serving. Yeah. He has no Maybe. like like in the definition of a Sith, he has no yeah. consideration or outward thought of anybody else. Except for himself.
1: Yeah,
2: okay. Fair enough. But I mean does it change the dynamic though if he has eyebrows or if he doesn't have eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> or or if you, or, you know what i'm talking about right yes
0: or or if he appears at the end as hayden christensen
2: instead of sebastian Shaw. right yeah see there's another patch job right there that's another
1: mm. pa- that's patch patchwork and where, how do you feel on it chris because you you were there from ground zero feel about what uh, how do you feel? Like, do you feel it's blasphemous having Hayden Christensen there? Or are you okay with that? Uh, it's almost necessity to connect mm. it with the prequels. Um, <laughs> but I don't like
2: it. Okay. I like that. I, I mean, I grew up with, you know, you... Because, like, when you're in it and you're waiting three years in between movies, right. um, you, you're you like, what does Darth Vader look like? What does Darth Vader look You're imagining it the whole time. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And you just have the things that Obi Wan told Luke originally when they first met, and so you're envisioning. You have this um, this um, uh, image in your mind, mm-hmm. and so when you see him and the mask comes off, like I don't know if how you guys appreciate. I mean, I sound like an old fuddy-duddy in this podcast, but it's mm-hmm. like I don't know if anyone can appreciate what it was like for that mask to come off. Oh, mm-hmm, for sure. Like for for a kid, for an eight-year-old kid. Mm. that waited three years mm-hmm. to see the mask come off and then you see that guy and to you, now that is Anakin Skywalker.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm. Because, I mean, even right. even leading up to this, all of the teasing, right? Like the the, sh- the shots where you see... Yeah, his helmet's off yeah the back of his head. You, and, you, you know. see him in his yeah. healing chamber from behind and it's like, whoa. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't have any hair under there. He doesn't have any... Right. Because really at this point, and and even when he is, like even even by the end of Return of the Jedi, mm.
2: we don't know that he burned.
1: We have no idea. We don't know. Yeah. Okay, here's 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 like what that.
2: I remember from the playground. You know what sure. I remember from the playground? Is yeah. that Darth Vader had fallen into a pit of acid. Oh.
1: Because
2: it. That's it, what all my friends believed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All my friends believed that he had fallen into a big. V- of acid and that's why he was who he was Hmm. and then we're like okay that's good (laughs) which which i mean which makes sense right because it's
0: it's in line with so many um like comics were still on the go at the time and so Hmm. you know you've got people like you know the origin like how many how many comic book characters do you know that had some sort of a run-in with acid Right, Joker falls into a vat of oh, acid. Oh right, yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. Gets... And in my
2: mind, I, env- I envisioned it happening kind of in a Bespin, um, you know, with, where Luke, uh, Vader reveals he's Luke's father. Yeah. In my imagination, it kind of happened in a something that looks similar to that, with big vats of acid and some old battle that that Anakin Darth, you know, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader was in, and then he got pushed into there or something.
1: Right. Right. But you're right,
2: yeah. when they showed those teaser shots of, like, the helmet off or coming back on, mm-hmm. I was always trying to, like, as a kid, because, once again, you didn't see it very often, right? You couldn't no. just rewind and slow-mo. Um, mm-hmm. Every time I'm watching it, I'm trying to look from a different angle. <laughs> like, you know, like, can yeah. I see his face? <laughs> but, the, but how, how you know, maybe I didn't look hard enough the other time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it just, the, yeah, once again, the magic of, of
1: just teasing like that. Mm-hmm. And letting and the the magic of not showing us too much and letting our imaginations kind of fill in the gaps and let that yep. be the most and vibrant then, and then storytelling. When
2: you, yeah, and then when you finally see the helmet come off, you're like, okay, mm. that's him.
0: And, hmm. I mean, um, I, I, to, to the credit of George Lucas, he could have, very poorly, but he could have removed Sebastian from the film altogether um and he didn't so so you know like even though sebastian doesn't show up as a force ghost at the end even though he's not playing force ghost anakin um he yeah. does still play he does still play you know maskless vader dying in the yeah. you know yeah. and so so it's not it's not like in empire where the guy that played the emperor in that the hologram it's just not. Yeah, just it was an the old lady anymore. and a monkey. It was yeah, an old yeah.
2: lady and a chimpanzee mixed, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, but, but then all of a sudden, she's just not in the film anymore, right? Because yeah. he, right. Ian McDermott was superimposed over, over the top. <laughs>
2: yeah. And isn't it crazy that he was only 30 years old, or what was he, 36 or something? He's, he's super young, yeah. He, he, as a really young guy, he plays a super
0: old emperor, and then as an old guy, yeah. he plays a young emperor. Yeah. And then as a really old guy, he's about to come back and play a really, really old emperor.
2: So, okay, you know what? Right. Let's not get into that. Because that's J.J. <laughs> J. Abrams trying to save his butt. It's like, you know, we got this whole Snoke character. That didn't work because we didn't have a plan. Right. And now we got to bring, got to appease the fans. And this is going to be like the finale of Lost. Yeah. Like it's feel, it's just like going to be like, they are going to to quickly resolve...
0: I feel like we're, yeah, gonna we're gonna have to
2: try to, to quickly resolve this thing, but we're gonna create more loose ends by trying to resolve it. Yeah, I feel the like a dog I've, effect.
0: I feel like we're gonna have to have you back because I mean mm. I'm I'm sensing some good debates going on here. I'm sensing mm-hmm. right on. I'm sensing some uh, some
2: differing opinions. Disturbances in the force yes. is yeah. really what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, so that's
0: that's that's okay.
1: I, you'll you'll uh, you'll suddenly be silenced. Don't worry about it. I, I'm, <laughs> I want to round it back, because I have, I have another question about the closing of this movie, and I actually just, I'm curious, and I, maybe I'm missing something, maybe I'm just not familiar with canon. Just, at the end of Jedi, and the way the story wraps up, like, the euphoria of just on every single planet, it seems that everyone's celebrating of, like, the toppling of the Empire. But right. how, how is, how is the end of Jedi fundamentally different than the ending of New Hope? Because... It's not like the entire empire was destroyed; like it was literally just one space station that incidentally had the emperor on it. Because I'd I'd, 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 just a sec, I'd make the argument that like any like like with any regime in history, if someone shot the leader, there's still the leadership network that would continue the tyranny of, in this case, the empire. I think
2: you're underestimating the forces, uh, the dark side of the forces' role in all this.
1: Mm, Okay yeah because i think
2: when you i mean we don't we're going to find out what didn't happen to the emperor that we thought did (laughs) um shortly in a few months right but uh uh, i think i mean at least i'm just going from my perspective would be when you destroyed the emperor and his Mm. grip on darth vader you've we didn't have the language of sith lord and all that kind of lingo back then um but you saw that, that the, the, the core power of darkness was defeated. Fair. Okay. It yeah, lost its grip.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. think, you know, not only did we, in this battle, compared to the end of A New Hope, not only did we destroy a Death Star that was bigger and more powerful this time, yep. um, but in one foul swoop, both... The Emperor mm. and Vader yep. are gone. Right. Um, and yep. really, for the most part, like you know, the masses of the galaxy don't know that Vader saved the day. That Vader, you know, had this mm. ch- right. this this change. He's just the big bad guy that's now gone. Right. Um, and it's, I think it's it's probably questionable. Throughout the galaxy, how many people actually even knew? You know, were all that familiar with Vader. Mm-hmm. I think I think everybody knew who the Emperor was, right? Yeah, because definitely. the Emperor, the Emperor was like your your Hitler. He was the the guy pulling yeah. all the strings and and doing all the, you know. Um, and but Va- uh, yeah, but Vader, you know. Vader is just kind of uh, you know we see him as really menacing um, and he is really menacing but he he's kind of just he's still just like a, a, a you know in in army terms he's a captain he's a you know he's he's not really the boss right he's he's not at the top of the chain of command um, so a lot of people probably didn't even know. That Vader was like on the far reaches of the galaxy, unless you really had an encounter with Vader. V- right,
2: and I, I, I think you know from the eight-year-old me's perspective, uh, you know the Emperor was hidden, like in A New Hope, and then you saw the hologram and an Empire, mm-hmm. and then he's revealed in Jedi. Um, yeah. You know he's he's a hidden figure that everybody knows is in power, but it's almost because he's so powerful you don't get to see him. Mm. Um, and Darth Vader is kind of the representative of his power. Right. Doing—I don't want to say doing his dirty work because that makes it sound a lot more like it cheapens Darth Vader. Really, what he was like, but he's mm-hmm. the guy that you may get a glimpse of Right. Um, that embodies the Emperor's dark powers of, of the dark side of the Force.
0: Right. That line. Right. Well, that, that, the line of the Emperor's coming here. Right. Yeah. Which, which, give, and which and gives. And that's you the Death this, Star.
2: Yeah. Which and that's the Death gives Star, you this right. Feeling. The Emperor's coming here. Yeah. Of like, like Tatooine doesn't have a hope of the of the Emperor coming. Oh yeah, no way. <laughs> it's right. like Thunder Bay and Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: ouch. Hold in there, Thunder Bay. It could happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, you never know. But yeah, no.
0: I and I thinking of the Emperor. There's so many, like uh, playing back to the you know your imagination and and the wonderment of. The unknown, right? Mm. The first time we see the imperial, the royal guards, just the mystery of these guys mm-hmm. that are all in red.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. true. And who are and they? those guys you? wearing a little bit of purple. Those guys you barely see them. You know the, yeah. like they they're, they're just, like they never focused on them in the original. They were always yeah. just kind of in the background, and a lot of mystery there that just. Yeah. That's what the originals had is this idea that it's bigger than you know. There's more going mm. on than you know. And it gave you little glimpses of that.
1: Right. Right.
0: And I and I think, you know what, like, I think the prequels were, were lacking that altogether. Um, mm. I, I think that the sequel trilogy is aware that they need to, whether they're doing it well or not, I think they're aware that they need to... Um, they need to recapture some of that right so like yeah, yeah. whether you like him or not we still we still don't really know anything about snoke we have no idea who he is or who he was yeah. or how he well, came to power or just how long he had been around for um right. my favorite theory didn't pan out and so that
2: that's a bummer for me but sorry really I- quickly what was your favorite theory I haven't listened to that. Okay. Podcast. Now,
0: well, we didn't. T- we've never talked about it, and I, I know that he's the wrong species, and it doesn't work, and whatever, But part of me, just for the the fun, interwoven, everything's connectedness of Star Wars, um, mm-hmm. I desperately wanted him to be Darth Plagueis. I thought that'd be oh, so oh, right, cool yeah. because it ex- it, ex- yeah, it yeah. explained the scarring on his face, the attempt on his life, and and like it just. The fact that he's so you don't think there's any hope
2: for that? I, there's no hope. I
0: don't I, just because he's the wrong species, right? Like it's 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 like in canon. I think I think we've I think since Disney's because when Disney took over, we scrapped uh, the extended universe and we made that Star Wars Legends, and we said okay, the films, um, and the Clone Wars TV show, that's canon, and that's it, and everything moving forward. Is canon, but everything else—all the books, all the comics, all the video games—that's just that doesn't count anymore. And so, what I... what
2: about the Ewoks and Droids cartoon?
0: I don't think that counts, and I and and I especially don't think that the holiday special <laughs> counts.
2: Oh, bummer.
1: Yeah. Oh
2: wow, Chewie's family.
1: Because, yeah, Chewie's dad was kind of a perv. He was a little. <laughs> but um, I anyway. I've yeah. Just of note, I've not seen the holiday special.
0: You've never celebrated oh Life goodness.
1: Day? Yeah. Also, can I just say Chewie in many ways is the Jar Jar Banks of the original trilogy, and I'm just gonna leave that there. Shut your What? Enough. Oh my goodness! That he's he's yeah. just one dimensional. You guys edit just, this? He's do so one dimensional, and just like when he got caught in the trap, I was like, please come on! Wow. Yeah. Wow, Sorry, is, that's I'm unpopular. I'm getting a lot of unfriended on facebook right now but I'm yeah you hear okay. all those notifications
0: it's true mm-hmm. i'm um, i'm literally unfriending you right now
2: <laughs> yes you should so c- can i uh i don't mean to take over here but can i please i, I was hoping to have like a chance to, to list a few things that i thought were amazing about return of the jedi sure. in contrast to uh, star wars and empire strikes back can i do that really quickly yes
0: i don't see as we um, have any well, other choice
2: <laughs> All right, great. How about this one? Luke's lightsaber being green. Hmm. Yeah. When that when that turned on with the against the blue sky background. Hmm. Um, I don't know if there's been a better moment in my life. It was really it was really <laughs> cool. Well, especially
0: wow. because like the belt it's not like he just grabs it off of his belt either, right? Like it shot right. out of R2D2. Yes. That's true. And he true. Yeah, th- flips up the You and thought it could be it. over yeah which is just yeah, like that's... and again it built on this like it it's so fun because R2D2 is that guy he's your companion he's your right. buddy it's yep. it's it's a, you know it's yeah it's that's a great moment and a moment that was almost actually you know spoiled because there's a deleted scene where yes, 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 we yes. see yep. Luke building constructing in a cave yep. constructing yep. his lightsaber yep. and and you kind hmm. of see him yeah you see him like assemble it, like slide it in together and assemble it and and right. in that yep. process, you do see a green crystal um, oh, interesting and 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 so that would have i mean oh Pete, there's so many you actually okay this this will blow your mind in in a new hope I'll, I'll yep. send you a link to all the the deleted scenes from Star Wars, but in a new hope hmm. you do get to see him go to Tashi station what? Oh yeah, hmm. there was a whole to get like some power converter. To to I was gonna go to Taji <laughs> Station to pick up some
2: power or power converter. The bad motivator. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but cool. yeah, no. There's so many. There's so many. There's like a whole conversation between him and Biggs talking about um, hmm. talking about. Oh yeah, going off to the the, the academy and this is what I want to do and this is. Oh yeah, they cut like. From, from A New Hope, before Luke gets off Tatooine, they cut like mm. half an hour. Like, there's so uh-huh. much there, yeah. Yeah. But, but yes, Luke's green lightsaber is, is really cool. And also, mm. yes. like, the moment, you know, sort of piggybacking off of that real quick, something that you have, I, I mean, you don't have to. I would say, regardless of your opinion of The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the moment that that chest is opened, and you see Luke's, well, really Anakin's lightsaber lying in that chest. That was, that was a moment of mystery and wonderment. And yeah. hmm. like, yeah. to me, that blew my mind. I was like, and to this day, like I still, my, my most hated line from Force Awakens is when Maz says, that's a story for another time. I'm like, no, 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 you tell me right now. <clears throat> You tell yeah, me, because that's what. Yeah. How did you get that? Where did that <laughs> yeah. come from? Because no that's what
2: we we have grown recently to be accustomed to with Star Wars is that it explains everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so we want to know, right? That's the intrigue of these of these movies now. But I am with you. I think that uh, that deleted scene of Luke constructing making the final modifications to his new lightsaber. Um, I think that's a great deleted scene. But you're right. If that's in the movie then it, it spoils that moment so I'm conflicted right. because I love them both but I know the magic of like as a kid you think is Luke done like is is this it for Luke and right. um so have you guys watched the original trailers for the original movies I have yep yep um so you see that in the original return of the Jedi trailer his new lightsaber is blue yes yeah And that's, I guess, the contrast with the blue sky is why they had to come up with the green lightsaber. Which, and I wonder if- That's my understanding.
0: I wonder if that was misdirection, or if the green was just an afterthought. I'm thinking afterthought.
2: Yeah, I think it was, but, I mean, maybe also it was hiding it. (laughs) Like, you know how sometimes trailers spoil movies? Mm -hmm. Like, DVD title pages (laughs) ruin movies. It's like you watch the DVD title page go, and it's like, oh, I guess we've watched this in 30 seconds. Um, But so anyway, I I do. That moment's fantastic. I also have to say that the speeder bikes and biker scouts was a major ad in Return of the Jedi that was so different than the original movies, like in, Mm. in, or sorry, than Star Wars and Empire. Because in Empire, they introduced the snow, the Hoth stormtroopers the snow guys and those were cool yep. but i think biker scouts yeah the that scout troopers are really cool. that yeah the and scout, then
1: the scout troopers are the cool kids on the playground as far as stormtroopers are concerned and then bringing them because you you're introduced to just them in on uh, uh,
2: the moon of endor but mm. then later when they have the final battle and the regular stormtroopers are there too with mm. the biker scouts with you know the uh the Atst and the AT-AT that you've seen in the other movies yeah. all together, like that is cool. Th- that's just like that's big. That's a big moment. Yeah. But yeah, speeder bikes. Uh, my friend and I, we would ride our BMXs, you know, down <laughs> the trail like we were on that, like through the by the creek by my house. And that's one cool. time, only one time, did we try to bonk into each other side by side. But Ooh. my pedal went into his spokes, and that was the last time we tried that.
1: Right. <laughs> did you have to jump off and bail like Luke did?
2: I don't think we had time. We just, like, a tangled mess of just injuries and scrapes. And, like, that that's not how it's supposed to
1: work. No. To me, as a point of reference, the movie really starts at the speeder bike scene. that That's for me.
0: Really? You don't consider
1: any of the Java stuff to be... I'm, uh, yeah, okay, I guess I like, like, the Sarlacc Pit is, I love me the Sarlacc Pit. And am I the only one, every time, I'm not a huge Family Guy fan at all, but every time I'm watching the Sarlacc Pit, when they start nodding at each other, I have to stop watching the movie, and then watch the bit on, like, YouTube of, like, the Family Guy, where they nod at each other, like, 27 times.
0: I don't know (laughs) if I've seen
1: that. Oh, after this, just check, check it out. It's, like... (laughs) It's just to play on, like, they literally nod at each other. It, just watch it. It's See, like the Star- a one-minute clip.
2: The or, or in... Or in
1: Jabba's Palace when Lando pulls
2: his mask down. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. But once again, I mean, that was a totally new thing. I mean, obviously Han and Luke dressed up as stormtroopers. True. But... I mean, we didn't know that Leia was Boosh, the bounty hunter. Yeah, no.
1: yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that was like a that big was moment. a
2: total surprise, and mm-hmm. that was not spoiled in school. I didn't see it the first day, and kids were hmm. talking about. I think the one thing I worked, walked away with was that Yoda died. That's what right. was spoiled for me. Yoda died. Right. Yep. Um, but you know, good thing back in sec, you know, grade two and three, that kids aren't very reliable. Um, <laughs> so nothing else was really spoiled, but. Right. Um, And here's the the last cool thing I'll say about Return of the Jedi: Mm -hmm. the half-built Death Star. Yes. The half-built Death Star. Right. Like that was phenomenal to to bring it back, but half-built. Oh, what a smart move!
1: Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I thought there was something aesthetically that I enjoy more about the partial completed Death Star than the entirely completed Death Star. But why do you like it?
2: Uh, Just just because like the older stories like start with, you know, you're joining that original scene Mm. with uh, when they're taking over Leia's ship and and Darth Vader busts through the door and all that. You you know, you're joining a bigger story right right in the middle of it. So it gives you that sense of a lot has happened, but you're right there. The half-finished Death Star points to the future. so now it's 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 driving your imagination into the future like oh my goodness it's happening again right um and (laughs) yes i i think it was a great bookend yeah cool what's uh
0: what's everyone's favorite line from this movie Ooh, it's
2: a trap probably yeah jabba no (laughs) (laughs) baba.
1: oh that's good also uh, oh Arguably, also when Leia says, "I know to enhance," says, "I love yeah, you." Yeah, that, that's that was dope. that was good. Um, Brady I, What are you
0: about you? I see. For me, it's it's during the Sarlacc Pit scene, or leading mm. leading into that. Yep. Um, when yeah, they're on the barge on their way out, and sure. um, Han makes a comment about his eyesight coming back. He says, "I, I, oh. you know, everything's gone from a big dark blur to a big light blur." And Luke says, <laughs> Luke says, you're not missing much. I used to live here, you know. And Han says, you're going to die here, you know.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and to and, me. And that's, yeah.
2: the, that's only created by Harrison Ford. Jo- George Lucas can't come up with those lines. No, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, to me, that was just, it was so Han. Like it was so, mm-hmm. you know. This is, uh, can I point out, this movie's got, um. We see a big change in, in everybody's character in this film. Yes, maturity. Mm. So Luke yep. Luke is now, you know, we've seen him transition from this whiny little teenager into essentially a self-appointed Jedi Knight. Right? Hey guys, there's going
2: to be a really loud noise here right now. All right, um, sure. We're going to have to edit this out. Sorry about that, but uh, they're opening the doors to chapters okay. and they... have Push these long fold-up glass doors, mm-hmm. and I I call it the ten o'clock train um, because it's extremely loud. And um, so just there's two halves of it. They just finished one half. Here comes the second half. It's kind of like the trolley on Mister Rogers. <laughs> so here, here it comes. And then um, hold on. There. This person's rather slow at this. Come on, Steve. Yeah, they're not going to get the raise. Man, they're really slow. Oh, here it comes. All right, trolley. Going to the land of make-believe.
1: <laughs> While we wait, are the- you pumped for the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks coming up? Okay.
2: Yeah, I, you know what? I mean, you know that I'm an old buddy-daddy, so oh. I... I think that uh, Tom Hanks, if there's got to be anyone, mm-hmm. he's the one. He is the one. Okay, it's gone. We're done now. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah, so we...
0: Um, hang on. How do I... I'm trying to segue off the last thing I said. <laughs> we also see a big change in uh, Han, right? Mm. Han's, okay. Han's a little more... You know, I think spending some having having a little bit of downtime and some carbonite has uh (laughs) you know
1: it was the rest he needed he's he's
0: softened up a little he's a little more of a family man i think than he was before he appreciates
1: the little things in life more
0: he's he's not just out for money
1: right right um and i mean it was a blessing in disguise really
0: maybe part of that is the guy that's after him for money is dead now so that, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That debt's kind of been lifted. Um, I think one of the biggest changes, though, and a change that goes unnoticed a lot of the time, is in Leia. Um, mm. Leia in this film is a lot more gentle, mm. a lot softer. Um, the Leia who has an interact that that initial interaction with Wicket. And, um, you know, offers offers the hat to him and gives him some food and stuff. That's not mm. the same Leia that's rescued from the Death Star in A New Hope.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah,
0: They're, very
2: motherly.
1: Very yeah. motherly. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: point. again,
0: and, and yeah, just everyone's, you know, everyone's kind of matured a little. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. every, every, everyone's had some proper character development, with the exception of C-3PO, he's...
2: (laughs) just as neurotic. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe, like, just the genius of R2-D2 and C-3PO? Oh, it's incredible. Mm. Yeah, that's playing on some Laurel and Hardy stuff, you know, from back in the day, where you just have Mm. these two guys that play off each other and are just hilarious, but they're not... they, they don't distract from the narrative. They... They they tell it. They add to it. They accentuate it in all of their interactions. I just I don't know if, he, if anything as good will be recreated
1: as that. Mm. All right, Pete. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. Yeah. Pete
0: scale of one to ten. Yep. Where do you place Return of the Jedi?
1: Um. So I'm gonna give it an 8.8 8 out of 10, and I just wanted to leave it off with this comment. Um. I think for me perhaps one of the reasons why the underlying story is so endearing to me is that Luke believes in the duality of Vader and that even the most evil of people has the potential to be good and the reason I like this so much is just that some movies kinda get a little corny or cartoonish when there's this the theme that people are painted as good or bad and that I think more it's a more interesting multi-dimensional story when each char- character has the capability of being both good and bad and is like on a spectrum somewhere so it's interesting that luke thinks that vader has the ability to be good but even from a viewer point of view we don't know if luke is actually going to turn to the dark side so we're, we can't there's like this duality to both of them so that's i think that's why the story in return of the Jedi is the best and it's my favorite of the original trilogy
0: all right blue jays dad what uh what do you give this scale of one to ten
2: I uh, i i mean it. i want to give it 10 out of 10 i mean obviously it's not a perfect movie but mm-hmm. um it's the most perfect one i know of mm-hmm. um just because like once again we've already that you both have touched on the the maturity right the growth of the characters towards maturity um like what also what Pete was just saying that it was believable that it could go either way right you didn't you didn't know how the story was going to end and so both, is Luke going to turn to the dark side? Is Darth Vader going to turn to the light? You know, we, we don't know, and it was all believable. Um, and, and I think, once again, just bringing back most of what you had encountered in the first two movies, bringing it all together in a new planet with, you know, Ewoks. I know that obviously a lot of people don't like the Ewoks, but I think they were great to, to you know, to bring in all the fan... Like, it became like that family movie. Anyone could enjoy it. All ages and to have them on board, um, obviously, yeah. But um, I, I just liked it for how it, it brought completion, um, mm. uh, redemption to everybody, to the galaxy. Um, but too bad they didn't know Snoke was around and had to deal with him.
0: <laughs> exactly. And I, I, I'm i going to give it a 9. Um, <sighs> Cool. And my my breakdown of it is really simple. It's Star Wars, and there's wicked awesome lightsaber and force lightning, and that's it. Like I, I don't know. It's Star Wars, and it's the best of the original trilogy. Yeah. So you know, um, we're we're running low on time here, Pete. But do you have like one, maybe two trivia questions for us?
1: Yes, the best um, of the best. I'm- I'm going to, I'm going to, there's going to be a couple quick ones, and then I've got some over-under. So I'm going to start with this one. In this installment, who dropped the line of, I have a bad feeling about this?
0: Who are you, for either of us? Like, what's...
1: Yeah, if either of you know it, just pipe in. Pipe in. Just, there's a car on the line, so whoever wins the, gets the contest, gets the new keys to the car. Um...
2: Um, I think I know, but I'm not sure. Who? I could tell you what. Yeah, go ahead. Do you, want me, do you want me to go for it? I, yeah, is Is it sure. Leia outside of the bunker?
0: No, I think it's. No. I think it's. I think it's Han. I think it's Han Solo in the cockpit of the Falcon.
2: Okay. No. Oh no. Or is it Lando? <laughs> uh,
1: oh, I'm just gonna put. I'm lost. Yeah. Okay. So there were actually two. One was Han Solo when he was tied up by the Ewoks and the other was C-3PO in Jabba's Palace. Oh yeah. yeah. Really? Oh my goodness. Mm. They should have added some more in. Alright, what else do you got? (laughs) Okay, who else was considered for the role of Emperor Palpatine? Got three options for you, okay? A. Liam Neeson B. Sean Connery or C, Ben Kingsley? Wow. Um, oh,
0: cool. Ben Kingsley is my guess. Uh,
1: dad, what do you think? Uh,
2: I'm going to say Sean Connery just because he was big back then. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Also, can I just say it was weird calling you dad? But that's beside the point. Uh You're Ben King- <laughs> Ben Kingsley was the answer. Yeah. Um this is a this blew my mind, okay, so everybody just sit down a co-collaborator collaborator on part of the score and writer for lyrics of ewok songs John Williams's son was and is the lead singer of what pop rock band
2: would we know this band like is this a band people would know or would, would oh we have you,
1: to yeah, well Brady maybe less so. For sure, Blue Jay's dad. You sh- should likely know this. Okay, men without hats. No, <laughs> Brady. <just> <laughs>
0: um, man, like you're not, you're not giving me a lot to go off of here. Um, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. that. Just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to search through my
1: memory <laughs> of like. Search your feelings.
0: I know it to be true. I'm looking deep inside of me. Hmm. Um What what? What?
1: I mean how how old would this guy be? Think I mean, yeah. Think eighties music. Eighties music. Those are some of the bigger hits anyway, that I'm familiar with. Okay. Um Um i I'm,
0: I'm just stalling at this point
1: yeah i think i think I'll, I'll let you know it's actually nickelback wait no what? i just made that up i made that up oh it's my goodness nickelback. i
2: almost was like luke skywalker and empire about to say <laughs> no that's <I> impossible
1: <laughs> but the actual answer have you guys ever heard the song africa
0: oh yeah by yeah. Toto?
1: toto by toto yeah, yeah. john williams's son is the lead singer for toto hmm. yeah wow yeah, that, that maybe maybe it didn't blow your minds as much as it blew mine, but I was I was beside myself. I'm shook. Okay, I can I can sense it in your voice. <laughs> I'm I'm shook. Joseph Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you, do? I'm. You, um, this is. A, I'm not going to give you much time on this one. What is unique about Yoda's death as it relates to Jedi's and Jedi's deaths in this trilogy he, he or va- in this series?
0: He vanishes, but. I mean, so mm-hmm. does a couple other Jedi, so.
1: Ooh. Do you... Any guess? That, that's your guess? Like, just that he vanishes? Uh, shortness of breath, not being able to get out <laughs> his words. <laughs> okay, Yoda is the only Jedi that dies of natural causes. Everyone else gets struck down or brought down by Order 66 or what have you. Huh. That's okay. sad. What a note to end on. Actually, I've got three three over-unders. There real quick can. ones. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, age difference between Mark Hamill and Ian McDermott. Over, under, three and a half. You guys ah. going on the over or under? Over. Under. Okay. Uh, it's actually over. There was a seven-year age difference. Ah. Over, under. Number of scenes Han Solo is in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Over, under, one and a half. Under. Under. Uh, Correct. The only Star Wars movie from the original trilogy where we do not see Han Solo in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. And the final question, over under, number of force chokes in this chapter of Star Wars. Over under, point five. What? Over. How can it be... Two point five. like if you go under there are no force chokes if you go over oh yeah well luke luke choked the gamorian guard there you go uh correct yeah luke chokes those guards but this is the only star wars movie where darth vader does not force chokes awesome all right what did you watch this week pete i watched a movie that um historically i've given you some picks just to get revenge on you for yeah. giving me bad movies but this yeah. is one that i'm very happy to stand beside okay okay um it's a story deeply rooted in my childhood okay. that's originally based on a children's story then the movie I watched as a kid was a 1974 movie starring Gene Wilder and this movie that I'm recommending to you is the remake of the movie which is based on the book it's incredibly star-studded which I find confusing because it really went under the radar and it's the 2015 The Little Prince okay um, yeah, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was definitely solid. And just the underlying story has a kind of a special spot in my heart. So, I'm very happy to give you that recommendation.
0: Okay. Did you and also, I, did you also oh, watch yeah. Action Point?
1: I did. It wasn't my favorite movie. Um, it's, I, it, I did. It's not great. But Go when ahead. you when you no.
0: when you approach it with the understanding that like all these stunts are real and it's like that makes it fun.
1: That was that was interesting and alarming because there were some crazy stunts but Um, yeah that was interesting the movie itself I gave like in the category I guess I'd maybe watch it if I was at the cottage with no Wi-Fi and it was raining so it was like a (laughs) 3.3 out of 10 that's an actual part of my ranking skill I love it that's perfect um,
0: that's it those are the two you watched
1: yeah man it was a busy week how about about yourself Uh,
0: I watched The Haunting oh yeah Uh, which was good Um, but uh, I don't the reason I liked it wasn't that Owen Wilson was in it. It was actually Katharina Zeta Jones. I I oh, think cool. she's I think she's just all that in a bag of bananas. Um, <laughs>
1: you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I was that's, waiting for Liam yeah. Neeson to like talk to the ghosts and be like, I have a particular set of skills. Skills <laughs> that make me a nightmare for spirits like you. Yeah,
0: I will find you. I will. Kill yeah. You. Yeah. No, I will haunt it you. Good. It was good. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah. I. You know, I probably wouldn't. Probably it wasn't were. amazing. Yeah, yeah I, it's I, not I, amazing. I'm not gonna add it as a permanent part of my collection. No, um, it's just a
1: fun movie. Yeah,
0: it's good. Um, the other film I watched, um, which I stand behind, 100. percent Yeah. Um, and actually, I sent you, I sent you a gif about it. I was like, guess what I'm oh, watching. Oh yeah. And I sent you, a I, g- didn't. I sent you a gif, yeah. and it was it was, some brooms that were carrying pails of water. Um, right. Which And you, you couldn't figure it out. You didn't know what that was. And so no. I, which not only now confirms for me that you have mistakenly bashed this movie without knowing what it is, but you don't even know the source material of this movie. So not only this week, Pete, are you going to watch Nicolas Cage and the Sorcerer's Apprentice, but oh. I, but I also encourage you to go on YouTube. And watch oh. the Mickey Mouse Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, what this is like—I mean, that's not the base, base material. Sorcerer's Apprentice is a really old story, um, sure. But the one that everybody knows from Fantasia is the Mickey, oh. Mickey Mouse, and the brooms, and the—you know. And I okay. want—I want you to watch this film, and I okay. think you're going to enjoy it a lot more than you. Uh,
1: do I Now, just for clarity, do I need to watch it with my eyes? Can my eyes be rolled to the back of my head, or do no. I need to have them fixed no. on the TV? I, I think
0: you're going to be genuinely surprised by this film. Okay. I really do. Right. I really okay. do.
1: We know how I feel about Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. Okay, I'll watch it. Uh, Blue Jay's dad, do you have someone that you can give a shout-out to?
2: Yeah. Or did you watch can anything say- this week? Yeah, I did watch something. Sure. Yeah. Toy Story 4. Yes! Uh, not a fan. Yeah, that's fair. No, neither was that. It was okay. You know, I, it's fine for one watch, but here is where, yeah. and I talked to my teenage, I have um, four teenage kids. Nice. We talked about this afterward, and we really found it was an unnatural turn mm. when Woody surrendered his voice box or whatever that was. Yeah. That there was never really... A, a repentance in the doll that was trying to bully her way into that.
1: Right, that's a good point.
2: And all of a sudden, it's just like it. So for us, it was a sign of weakness in Woody. Mm. It mm. wasn't a heroic triumphant. Um, yeah, it, it was weak. It was a, in lots of levels. It was a weak turning point. Yeah. and it almost gives this message of like, you know, if you feel bad for some someone, then. Let them manipulate you. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and I and I ultimate like my big my big issue with it was um, I just didn't like what he's ending. Like I didn't I I didn't I didn't like that he's not he's not a part of the room anymore. He's not with his you know and and it kind of on my second watching I I got a little better with that. I was like, Okay, I get it, he's he's you know, the post credits or the mid credit scenes I think salvage it a little bit because now they're there' you know woody's on him on this mission at the carnival to unite toys with children um, and so that that felt in line with woody's stuff but but woody ultimately woody leaving his kid I don't know to me that was just I struggled with that yeah, that's fair yeah cool um, so do yeah, do you have a shout out?
2: What's my shout out? Well, What's you can that
0: uh, you, can, uh, you can just anyone who you know or like or don't like or don't know. You can say hey. I, hey. I don't know. You just you shout out at them.
1: Shout out a name. Yeah. yeah.
0: Someone you know who you like or don't like.
1: Kid Smith.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! This is like a, this is like such a high pressure moment. I. Um, do
0: you even listen to our show? Like what this is? We do this. We do this every week. Yeah. Come
2: on! <laughs> oh my goodness! So I, I'm unprepared. I feel like I'm back in high school. Um, <laughs> goodness. Um, I I want to give a shout out to my uh, my Twitter peeps. You know, there's mm-hmm. a good uh, uh, portion of Blue Jays Twitter out there. And and let me just see. I'm just gonna look quick at my notifications and see if I can find someone, um, uh, Patrick Patrick oh. on on uh, on Twitter. Let me see if I can, just really quickly, guys, see if I can get his. Uh, Handle up there, okay. um, Patrick. Where is yeah? So uh, Patrick, not P, not. Oh, I just clicked on the wrong thing, guys. I am failing here. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm using I'm holding the phone with one hand and typing with the oh, wrong man. one and right clicking on a MacBook and. <laughs> oh, anyway, goodness. um, okay, so it's P not so P N A U G H T thirteen. Um, on the Twitter, Patrick, and uh, yeah, he's a big fan of Blue Jays Dad. He, he came through Minneapolis on a yes. road trip from BC to Toronto, gave me a call. Do you want to go for lunch, Blue Jays Dad? That's so cool. And went to Chipotle and <laughs> uh, had some at a burrito, and he brought me some Blue Jays Ziploc bags. Uh, nice. Definitely something you cannot get in the USA and wow. so patrick just giving you a shout out here
1: patrick he sounds, you're a stand-up guy patrick he sounds like a homie yeah. i think
0: i'm pretty sure patrick i'm pretty sure patrick liked one of our tweets is that a thing that you do is is it called liking when it's on twitter
2: yeah he um, did he yeah. did yeah, he, he saw what i was good.
0: yeah yeah so, so that's thanks,
2: a good man. shout out right yeah. I, yeah I feel like i did it right
0: yeah yeah that, did. that works well, guys, yeah. that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for coming and listening to us. Thank you, Blue Jay's dad,
2: for
1: Thank putting, you Blue putting up dad. with this. Yeah, um, we very much appreciate it. And, Thank
0: uh, you for
2: having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no yeah. worries.
0: Uh, yeah, so reminder, sign up for Patreon. Get yourself some chocolate and two to two and a half hours of bonus content every month for the low, low price of $1. Yep. Like. I, I can't script, like it's 1 dollar. Blue Jay's dad right now is sitting in a coffee shop that sells coffee for $37 a coffee. That's if, a lie, Stephen. If he can a lie. If he can do that, then then you know, then anyone can afford a dollar. Not right. anyone. That's now we're getting
1: political. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening.